0: Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of.
1: The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this?
2: Breakfast. From Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot.
1: There's a deal
3: for every act of kindness at McDonald's.
2: The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.
4: Happy Wednesday. It's Matt Connerton, Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious hot, hot. That's why I play the Jack Wagner song that I love so much. Manchester, New Hampshire, also on Comcast 97, if you're in Manchester, streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. Today is Wednesday, August 25, 2021, and I'm not alone, my friends. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for your son. I got 99 problems and a one. Yes, there he is at the news desk, Christian Lacoste, also known as DJ Reckless. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? I'm good. Got your uh, theme music there? Yeah. That's uh, Hugo
1: no, I like the Jay-Z better
4: Well, okay, so here's what happened And I uh, I didn't tell you this before going on the air Because I wanted it to be a surprise Because I thought it was funny Although this this dude can play the banjo um, I went to look for the radio edit of 99 Problems And it's gone
1: That's lovely It's gone
4: <laughs> Okay I'm pretty sure I,
1: I have a- do you? I have a radio it.
4: Oh, send it to me if you could. Yeah, that way I'm, I can play next laptop, time. So I was looking for it and it's gone. And I, but I, I found this and I was like, I don't even know who this guy is, but wow, he can play. Huh? Well,
1: looks like we're changing my theme
4: song. <laughs> Maybe you could uh, make a mix of this. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, Hugo for those of you looking for it online. So welcome everybody. Uh, yes, Christian Lacoste is here. Uh, John Hopwood and Gonzo, I saw them leaving the building. I saw a little bit too much of Gonzo. Yeah, he uh, pressed himself up against the uh, glass in the door there. Yeah, I saw some. It was uh, was unsettling, frankly. I caught a glimpse. I tried not to look too long. (laughs) I didn't want to give anyone the wrong (laughs) ideas. But, uh, yeah, so I guess, uh, see, I, I, I was hoping John Hopwood would come in because... Um, as you may know, uh, he has quite the fan club. There are people who love the Hopwood, people who want him to start an OnlyFans account, which we have some news about OnlyFans. Maybe we'll get to it on the show today. Uh, it's, uh, you're a big fan, right? Uh, I mean, he's like a grandfather oh, yeah, to you.
1: Totally.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Totally. Also, today is Wednesday, which means, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we will have Dirk Don's new segment where, uh... Every week he reviews an album. This week, a bit of a departure from what you might expect from Dirk. Uh, he reviews "Lungs" by Florence and the Machine, and uh, really, uh, really a great insight into the album. So we look forward to that. So that will be at the top of the hour on this Wednesday afternoon. I do want to remind you, of course, uh, we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot and the Brady Sullivan right across the street. Uh, they have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. Usually they have uh, Bill Cini for trivia night, but I know he took last week and this week off. Uh, but I believe he returns next week to the Hop Knot on Thursday night, and of course Friday nights our great friend Grant Lampton will be performing there live. Um, let's see what else uh, they've got. A oh that they've got that business that small business event coming up tomorrow. I believe I believe it's tomorrow at three thirty, or is it next week? I forget now. Jenny had sent me the link to that. For some reason I, I,
1: I think it's a Sunday.
4: No, it's, it's definitely no. during the week because I remember thinking, because it's at 3.30 in the afternoon, and I remember thinking, you know, I'd like to go to that. Oh, but I can't. It's at 3.30 in the afternoon. That's I have to exactly be here. exactly how I feel. Yes, yes. You'd like to go to that too, but you can't. I like to go to a lot of things on Friday, but I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about that. But, uh, yes, uh, the Hopknot, uh, great food, great service, and a wonderful family that owns and operates it. Uh, and we, we're very grateful to all of you uh, for all the support uh that you uh that you give them by the way Dirk is in the chat room he says I should do Shakira next week or maybe Sabaton who knows mm. <laughs> he
1: says Shakira well
4: yep. he, he loves Shakira I I believe Shakira was his first crush that's my wife wow I had no that's idea my
1: wife and uh in well, bring, bring
4: her over sometime. Oh, yeah, in the so. future, yeah, I understand. Yeah, we're working to that. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, very good. Uh, if you'd like to join us, uh, you can give us a call at 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476, tweet me at Matt Connerton, or send an email to Matt at com. We'll try to get to this um Email today from uh, Mike Doyle. Uh, there was no chance of doing it yesterday, but... Hmm? This man sends in emails all the time. Well, not all the time. I'd say on average maybe once a week. I was about to say. About once a week. I like hearing from uh, Mike. I like getting his emails. Although, I, I, I swear, I, I read them and I feel like, you know, I think he listens to about uh, 50% of what I say. He has
1: selective hearing.
4: Yeah, yeah, yes, yes I, I think he does. I think he does. But we, we like Mike uh, very much. Oh, yeah. Very much, absolutely. Um, So there are a myriad of ways, and of course you can also uh, communicate and interact and opine in the Facebook live chat during the show. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is give us a call at uh, 603-250-6007. Also, just a very—I try to get this out of the way early in the show, so anyone who doesn't want to hear it, if you don't want to hear it, you can— Shut it off and come back in five minutes. But just a very brief, because there's always some morsel of news and information, a very brief Crazy Joe update. (laughs) Yes, yes. So his uh, Facebook, his most recent, uh, oh, I forgot to mute my phone. His most recent Facebook suspension has ended. uh, And he is once again able to do Facebook Live videos. And so yesterday, he posted a video. It's uh, about two and a half minutes long. Very short. Very short by Crazy Joe's standards. He posted a video talking about how he realizes now he has to be more careful in terms of what he says on social media because he gets in trouble. So going forward, he's only going to use social media to promote The Crazy Joe Show. But on his website, com, where he does his actual show yeah i know um he will uh that's where he will really let loose and uh insult everyone and of course uh be be racist and homophobic and all of that but here's the interesting thing so he he kind of his video is kind of like okay i learned my lesson i'm just going to use these social media platforms to promote the show but you have to go to my website to hear me uh be uh, vile and offensive etc and then so predictable (laughs) later in the day (laughs) And you can tell it was later in the day because he's wearing different clothing. <laughs> later in the day, he posted not one, not two, not three, but four different videos. All, I'd say, That's averaging about, yeah, about 30 minutes in length. And guess what he does in these videos? Do you care to guess, uh, Christian, what happens in these videos? I don't know.
1: Man.
4: Uh, tell well, me. Uh, let's see. He insults everyone. He talks about how much he hates everyone. Hates me. Hates Jenny. Hates you. Hates Charles. Hates Dirk. Uh, Hates everyone from New Hampshire. He thinks Dirk is from New Hampshire, by the way. Uh, Let's see. Uh, He talks about how uh, he can't believe they took our beloved rock and roll from us. He talks about the quote unquote rapper crappers. Yep. Uh, as uh-huh. he calls him so all that and then of course he gets into the racism and the anti-semitism and all the rest of it so uh same old old uh shtick but you know crazy joe he's got to play the hits but i thought it was interesting he posted that one video where he said i'm not going to do this anymore and then he posted yep. f- uh, four videos uh doing exactly that yeah, plus a youtube video as well so there you go so crazy
1: some- joe using his website is like me saying i'm gonna go back to youtube at this point i just Want to do it, but don't do it.
4: Well, except you could. The difference, though, being you could you could actually do that I if you wanted to. I could upload a video. I don't think we're ever going to see any content at uh, Crazy Joe's uh, website. Maybe you should start in OnlyFans. Oh, maybe. Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this?
5: Hey, I'm part of the uh, the Crazy Joe uh, <laughs> Mount Rushmore of hatred.
4: Yeah, uh, welcome, uh, Charles. Charles Richardson from the Charles Richardson Show. How are you? Are you calling to celebrate I, the one week anniversary of the uh, <laughs> of Crazy Joe being on your show last week? Dude, it's 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 it's, I, the, it's been what it's been a full we week. We're actually going to celebrate that, really? There's a, there's I don't even know. A, are we? There's even a song. I, feel, yeah. I think I heard a song. It's been one week since Crazy Joe was on your show. No, no. sorry. no. no I bare haven't n- heard anything from Billy yet. Bare I'm naked Billy, ladies. So yeah. He's probably working on that. Oh, okay. Yes, Billy Painter. Yes, so, I was on his show talking about so Crazy Joe.
5: It, 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 it's it's interesting because I have to do the uh, unpopular demand. Yes, I had not blocked Crazy Joe. I have not unfriended Crazy Joe. So he goes ahead and messages me how much of a traitor I am. He messages me that I, you know, I knew you'd back out. I knew you were just a liar. I knew you, I never trusted you. Uh huh. And then. A couple of days ago, hey, you might be I call in on your show?
1: Bingo. Thinking, bingo. Nope. Right on the money. I he knew he'd do that. Yep.
5: <laughs> so tonight, I'm actually, I'm actually interesting to see if he actually does. I mean, one of the videos I saw, he's like, I'm thinking about calling in on the show. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Right. The video I saw, I guess the only one that I was able to see, he doesn't mention anybody by name. Yeah. Yeah. But I know who he's talking about.
4: Yep. Yeah. So definitely
5: it's just, it's like, I like how the fact, like what more did you want me to do? <laughs> I gave you an entire two hours, an entire platform. My wife bit her tongue for most of that show mm-hmm. until at the very end when you went ahead and ran her out of the room. And then I ran you out of the, the room. And just, what did you want me to do? How much more? Oh, you ganged up on me. You wanted that, dude. <laughs> yeah. You wanted for everybody to gang up on you. You wanted a fight. Everybody brought the fight. That's you right. You didn't handle it. You couldn't handle it. Yeah. So I, I don't understand why, you know, it's like he, 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 what's the saying? Be careful what you wish for.
6: Right. Well,
5: when I had Skype on, I think at one point in time there were six people on. Y'all. I think a couple others, Bad Billy, I think it was one of them. Mm-hmm. Everybody was on at the same time, just kicking the crap out of Joe.
4: Sorry. That's what you wanted, Joe? Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Virtual Crazy Joe has something to say about that. Okay. Oh, except. Uh, maybe I don't know, or I, I not they able to come here the or... to gang up on me. I'm sorry, Virtual Crazy okay. Joe. Say, say that again. They come <laughs> here to gang up on me. There we go. Sometimes he's a little slow, and you have to ask him to repeat himself.
5: Yeah, it's, it's, it's slow, crazy Joe. Yes, yes, yeah,
4: slow Joe, yeah. No, nah, man, and, and, I had a blast doing and, that like, to him. Yeah, you, you enjoyed that? The
5: whole that? time I'm actually going ahead and it's like, listen, I didn't back out on you. I told you what I was going to do. Yep. I was, I'm over there helping you. I've helped you. Listen, I got you on, it, I got you on the stream yard. And you, yeah. that's something you probably would have never been able to do with anybody. I you know, I kind of glorified myself, if you don't mind. So that's something <laughs> you wouldn't have not been able to do if it wasn't for me. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's like, oh well, no, I'm going to make the, this is going to be so much better, and I got my IT person. It's like, who?
4: Who do you have? <laughs> Please tell me. He's who always. Do you have? He's well, always. Who's the uh, IT person? He's always talking about this mythical IT person who's going to help him. <laughs> <laughs> he, and you know
5: the thing is, he doesn't need an IT person. His site is fine. His site is actually not bad. Yeah,
4: the website. It's not a bad site. It's not. I mean, there's no actual content on it. Like, if you click the links, it doesn't really give you anything. But in terms of, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of a there. I'm kind of a website nerd, and and I agree in terms of the layout and everything. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, and it's 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 like he
5: asked for a new logo.
7: I'm thinking the logo's fine. Yeah. So
5: I went ahead as, as as a as a moron that I am. <sighs> I went ahead I hooked up my logo guy. Really? To, to, wow. It, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. And he went ahead and created a logo for Crazy. It was kind of cartoonish and I didn't think he'd like it anyway. So yeah. But it's like, well, I didn't I didn't do that. Charles said, you know, I need a new logo. I, I
8: did not say that.
5: <laughs> wow. So it's it's like Honestly, I think the, the dude's got dementia or he's got uh, something where it's making him forget half the stuff that he wants. You think so? So I'm thinking, I, well, I mean, I'm not sure if you're toying with me, but yeah, I seriously think he does. I think he's got really? something where he he says one thing and then, you know, a day later he forgets that he said it or forgets that he that that's what he wanted or this is what he asked for or, or it's just. I don't know.
4: Well, that makes me wonder, because if your theory is correct, that would explain why he makes these videos where he repeats himself, where he keeps saying the same thing that he already said in a previous video with barely even yeah. slightly different words. I wonder if he forgets that he's actually already expressed all this hatred that he has for all of us.
5: Well, I don't know. Maybe that's just being him being stupid. I, I yeah. really don't know. Yeah. But, I tend I to mean, think. Yeah, it, 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 it sounds like he, he may have, like, a limited memory or mm. he's just peeking. Speaking incoherently, which kind of sounds like anyway. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of anxious to see if he calls And I said, listen, you, if you're going to call in, you're going to have to do it at be, the beginning of the show. That way the wife's not there.
4: Yeah. I,
5: she, she'll, she'll tear my ass apart if she hears him again.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah.
5: Begin the show and keep it brief.
4: Yeah. He was supposed to call. Uh, he messaged me about calling this show on Monday, and then he never did. He didn't follow through. I want him to. Yeah, also, I don't mind. He messaged you too. Yeah, I got. Yeah, it. it's it's. I I, I can find it's it. It's really uh,
5: funny because you, me, and Bad Billy, and John, the 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 web the logo guy, I I introduced him. Yeah, all basically had like a, it was kind of like a really weird foursome that was going on. You know, Bad Billy was trying to get him onto for a debate that didn't happen. Then it did happen. Then it didn't happen. Um of course then he went ahead and asked him a technical question. Where have I heard this before? Asked Bad Billy a technical question. He's in the middle of doing something or it's late at night, he's with his family. Right. And so I'll get to you tomorrow and then curses him out. Yeah. Wow. Nah, yep. Where have we heard that before?
4: Yeah, this is the message that I got from uh from him on Saturday. Hey man, I'm going to be on your show for two to three minutes telling you something. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's not going to be R-rated. I can assure you of that. This will be the most important thing I have said ever. (laughs) That's it. Take it or leave it. I could say it here, but I'd rather say it to your audience. And then he never So
5: basically, he's telling you how your show is going (laughs) to be. Hey, listen, I'm letting you know I'm coming on your show, whether you like it or not.
4: Right, right.
1: Well, he thinks he's a big-name celebrity. But without the big celebrity part yeah, of it. His yes. message
5: to me was, I'm gonna, I want to call in on your show Wednesday, and it's going to change internet broadcasting forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Wow.
5: I'm, I'm kind of curious. Is he bringing back Periscope?
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, his IT guy, that might be what his IT guy is doing is bringing back Periscope. How Periscope yeah, brings it back.
1: That's
5: true. It's going to be Joe Vision.
4: He's got his own. Yeah, he's got his own beta version of Periscope. Oh called God, uh, that's going to get uh, the next thing
1: out of his mouth. Joe Vision. Can mm. you
4: can, can can you imagine this? It's it's Joe
5: Vision. It's <laughs> it's it's standard 480p, and it's, <laughs> and it's you know standard definition, um, snowy background. I mean, it's it's, it's it, and he calls it high tech.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Joe Vision uncensored unlimited joe martin tv yeah and and
4: uncensored unlimited unclear and unavailable because you know he's never gonna (laughs) none of this is ever going to happen i mean there's you can go back like six seven years if you uh scour like youtube and find videos of him talking about the crazy joe show and how it's going to be the greatest show ever and he's got an it guy who's helping him and all this and that and and uh it's it's just all it's all in his in his mind. Yep. By the way, we uh Texas Mike is in the uh, chat room uh and is asking if you needed uh did you need a co host for tonight? He's offering his services. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, actually, yeah, I posted on Facebook about a half hour ago. Karen apparently is still out, which I'm starting to question what's going on. Really? And um yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm looking for for a co host either virtually or locally, but in this case, obviously, I think everybody's going to be virtually if, if somebody comes on the show. So, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, tell Texas Mike to go ahead and PM me on uh, Facebook. I'll give him the link.
4: Oh, very good. All right. Texas Mike tonight uh, with Charles. That's great. Little, mm-hmm. uh, little New that Hampshire. be fight. awesome.
5: It'd be great.
4: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, crazy, right. crazy Joe can call up and insult him because he's from New Hampshire.
1: Crazy yeah, Joe calls exactly, in and yeah. insults Mikey. We're, I'm calling and I'm destroying Joe. I mean, we're all
4: Joe. hillbillies, right? That's right. <laughs> we're all
5: hillbillies. We uh, we 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 do we do stuff to farm animals that we can't say on FM radio.
4: That's right. Um,
5: Interesting. It's just just all that great stuff, there. Listen, what's
4: wrong with farm animals?
5: I mean, come on, you know that's what's a that niche dang. there on Pornhub.
4: Well, that's uh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah, that's 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 where we get the milk. But yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
5: Cool. But yeah, so yeah, uh, right after Matt's show, take an hour break, go have some dinner, and come back on IPMNation.com and listen to my show. Seven yes. talk tonight.
4: The Charles Richardson Show tonight from seven to nine Eastern. Absolutely, very yep. good, very good.
5: All right, everybody, stay well and be crazy.
4: All right, Charles, thank you for the call, my friend. Take care.
2: Yep. Bye bye.
4: All right. Charles uh, leaves us, that opens up a line for you, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476, tweet me at Matt Connerton, or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. But uh, best thing to do, as always, call us at 603-250-6007. Christian, uh, we should talk about, uh, so you've got uh, news I've got news. Yeah, you wanted to update us on oh, yeah. uh, where you're going to be DJing because there's a lot going on there.
1: I just accepted a brand-new residency at the brand-new Soho Bistro and Lounge. Bistro and Lounge, my bad. And um, right at the right on Old Granite Street, right where the old whiskey's used to be. Yes, yes. Real excited for that one. I'm going to be DJing there for the next five weeks. Excellent. Doing ladies' night Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. Uh, next week is the white party there. And as I should elaborate, it's where you
4: wear white clothing. Yeah, you definitely want to wear your white clothing,
1: wear your best white clothing, you know. It's going to be a vibe. It's going to be fun. We've got some of the best in the business tearing it up there on the decks. And um, yeah, big shout out to my buddy Edwin Perez, too. He's opening his brand new establishment Cheers and Beers, literally right below here, right next to Margaritas in Manchester. Um, sorry to say this, but to a lot of places out here, it's probably one of the best establishments I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. This is Soho. Some of the best establishments I've ever seen in Manchester. Very cool. It's going to be a revitalized nightlife, and I'm really excited. He's got some of the best DJs in the business there. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see him do good there. Excellent. And also, shout out to Tommy for bringing me into Soho.
4: Excellent. Yeah, man, I'm excited. So when does that start? This week. This week, okay. And you're there Friday. Did you say Friday, Saturday, and Sunday?
1: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I believe.
4: Wow, good for you. Excellent, excellent. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt and Unleashed. Who's this? Yeah <laughs> Yeah. I wonder who that could be. Uh, I think that might be uh, our old friend from Texas, Texas Mike. Yes it is, and I was at so
6: whole last night.
4: How'd you like it?
6: Very enjoyable. I, I have I have friends from AHI who know the owner, so we had a we had a great time. I had two of the bees' knees, um, lobster langoons, and banana cheesecake spring rolls, and they were amazing.
1: Oh, I can't wait to eat the food there Friday, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, it yeah, sounds, yeah. sounds good.
6: It, 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 it's very good good food, and it's a great addition to the nightlife in West Washington and downtown Manchester.
5: For
1: sure.
4: I was saying that to uh yesterday uh, when Brandon from uh Portland called um he uh you know I was I was talking about he was asking me a lot of questions about Manchester and uh, I said uh yeah you know one of the nice things about the city is we do have a lot of of restaurants here um, most of them have survived the pandemic yep. not not quite all but most and uh and, and that's one of the great things about the city even right here just in this little area here on Elm Street and of course we have the Hop Knot, which is our favorite our wonderful sponsor, but there's a lot of great places to eat here. I think it's one of the real selling points oh, yeah, of the for city. Sure.
1: Absolutely. I'm excited for these Absolutely. new clubs. I'm excited for these new clubs to be opening up too, because you know, it brings nightlife back, dude, like DJs, you know, 400 plus crowds. It's, I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, man, I got to play in front of about 300 something people the other day. And to see that in the small city of Manchester, you know it's not small, but you know compared to other places, we're keeping up.
4: So we're about what one hundred, hundred twenty thousand, something think? like that. Yeah, I, th- I think we're around one hundred twenty.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just crazy.
4: It's crazy, and you're going to be uh, uh, co-hosting the Charles Richardson show tonight. Is that correct, uh, Texas Mike? Hopefully, we'll we'll see how it works out. Okay. Well, it sounded like he was into it.
6: Yeah. So, other than that, um, won't be being at all a Wednesday and book the last week. Won't be m- making any way appearances this week. Pro- His probably book next is pretty
1: week. busy. Mm. Okay, I see you. I see you. Well,
4: it's like Jenny said in the uh, chat it's our own man about town. You're a man about yeah. town, Texas. He's everywhere Mike. and
1: anywhere and knows everyone. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
4: Yep. No, yep. Basically, but, so um,
6: I'll tune in into the last show and. Hopefully catch me on the Charleston, which been so tonight from 7 to 9 p.m. All I'm right. All, I'm getting my setup set up right now.
4: All right. Excellent. All right, Mikey, thank you so much for the call. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Mikey leaves us. That opens up a line for you. 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. Did you mention before uh, you were talking about Soho? Did you mention the other new place? that's Uh, opening cheers and beers yeah yeah
1: yes cheers and beers that's my buddy Edwin's spot
4: i can't remember if you mentioned that before yeah i did you did okay
1: but yeah once again i'm really excited for that place to open because i've seen how much work he's put into it yeah and you know he's literally like i am he was the dj then he was a promoter i believe and then now he's opening up a club you know well he's not literally
4: he's not literally like you are because that would mean he would be your clone oh boy I mean, so far, as far as I know, we've only cloned uh, sheep.
1: The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this?
2: Breakfast from Mickey D's.
1: From me? Yep. Why?
2: Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot.
1: There's a deal for every
3: act of kindness at McDonald's.
2: The Steak, Egg, and Cheese Bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead in the app and pick up curbside price and participation may vary mcd app
3: download and registration required searching for just the right job whether you're looking for full-time part-time or seasonal work you can get started today amazon jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you to get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. That's true.
4: Mm-hmm. Dolly, I believe was her name. Dolly. Yes, very good. Now Cheers and Beers, uh when does that open?
1: That opens tomorrow. The soft opening oh, is tomorrow. Right. The grand opening where they got DJ Master S and DJ Guerra on the decks all night. Um That's Friday. I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to see that place flourish.
4: Yes, yes. Outstanding. So for those who don't know what a soft opening is, uh, most of you probably do, but that's where a business kind of does like a low key without really officially calling it the grand opening, just kind of open and and, uh, uh, without when you don't advertise it as the grand opening, you're not necessarily going to have a crush of people. So uh, it gives you a chance to kind of work some of the kinks out because, you know, there's always going to be something that no one, nobody thought yeah. of that yeah. might come up. And it's easier to deal with it that way. Um, I've just I've you know, I've worked for I used to work for a national retail chain and, and we would do that when we would open a new location somewhere. There would be the soft opening and then the official grand opening uh, in many cases. But uh, let's say hello to everybody in the oh. face. Oh, sorry. What? I wasn't done. Oh, I
1: was going to say because. But also Friday, make sure you check me out with DJ Willby. He actually just opened for Pitbull, actually a few weeks oh. ago. So I'm going to be going on going on with him. Um, we've got three dollar Cosmos, half off appetizers, and seven dollar Tito's. Oh, 10 p.m. to close.
4: Oh, very nice. No very cover nice.
1: either, but 21 plus. Yes, yes. 21 plus. 21 please. plus. Please.
4: Yes, yes, absolutely. Please. (laughs) All right, very good, very good. Well, we'll say hello to everybody in the uh, chat room. Uh, Mike Pelapita, who is a top fan, says good afternoon. Mike, of course, from one of our Wonderful sponsors here at WMNH, (laughs) Queen City Cabinetry in the historic Sunbeam Mall. You can bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry. Uh, Let's see. Wayne Noel, a top fan all the way from Michigan, says Afternoon All. Melanie La Liberty says hello, everyone, from Vermont. Jeff Scumpy Lorenz, uh, who I believe uh, lives uh, in the White Mountains of Concord now, I think, says uh, hi, Matt Connerton. Miss you, bro. Yeah, miss you, Scumpy. You should come in sometime. Would love to see you uh and jenny uh scumpy says "Mrs. jenny as well stacy Lawton is in the chat room and says hey hey everyone from nashua mm-hmm. abigail jem joins us in the chat hello abigail um dirk Don, i think i mentioned uh dirk from arrogant media uh we'll hear from him at the top of the hour with his uh, album review uh he is in the chat uh charles richardson from the charles richardson show in the chat room hello uh rocky huber joins us and says what's up everybody uh, Charles says, uh, no political talk. What's up with that? Well, we'll get to that. i, I uh, That's a little bit of an inside joke. <laughs> Tom Blanchard is in the chat room and says, hi, everyone. Hello, Tom. Um, Rocky Huber says, this is referring to Crazy Joe. He was wearing different clothes because he overflowed his adult diaper and his mom made him change. Wow. Well, he is a 74-year-old man. Um, let's see. Uh Dirk says I'll have an insane clown posse review lined up dedicated to Crazy Joe. <laughs> Eric Street says 828 will be the one-year mark since my first comment, uh, which was quote, "Hello, I like listening to your show and the morning show." Unquote. Well, we'll we'll have to celebrate that on so the 28th. That will be uh, that'll well, be next week sometime. Right? what is today? Today is the 25th. Oh, so it'll be on the weekend, but we'll celebrate it on Monday. Uh, let's see. I just want to make sure we don't miss anybody in here. All right. Uh, well, I do want to get to this email that I got from Mike Doyle and it's shorter than some of his other emails. So what I would like to do is I'm going to read it once all the way through and then we'll, uh, we'll read it again and I'll just kind of respond to things as we go. I I think, uh, I think that would be uh easier like i said i i feel like mike um when he writes these i i feel like he hears about 50% of what i say and and misses the other 50% but here's here's what he wrote and by the way you know whatever as i always say whatever ball breaking is done on the show is done with love we love mike doyle but uh he wrote matt just wanted to let you know not all anti vaxxers are republican or trumpers as you call them Every article I read shows approximately 15% are in the medical field and we're waiting for the vaccine to come off, quote, emergency status or have other concerns. 10% do not have a high school diploma. 10% are minorities. 10%, like my brother, had polio when he was young and his doctor told him there could be complications. 10% are young adults between 12 and 18, 10% for religious reasons, and the list goes on and on. Um, I do believe a large slice of the rest are from states like Kentucky, where I was in April, and most people I talked to were not taking the vaccine. Finally, how many are coming over the border? That is open. Uh, a, little disingen- a little bit disingenuous to call them all Trumpers. By the way, is Trump in office? I missed that. Seems like there is a guy named Biden screwing everything up. Mike. Now, as always with uh with Mike's emails, uh they're uh, you know, it's loaded with a lot of uh ideology and and clearly he's uh looking through this uh he he views everything through the lens of of his chosen ideology and I I think we understand that but but um we'll go through we'll go through this again and we'll kind of um oh hello to uh, Nancy Long in the Facebook live chat. Uh we'll uh, kind of go through uh some of what he says here and, and just respond to some of it. Okay. So first thing he said is uh, just wanted to just wanted to let you know that not all anti-vaxxers are Republican or Trumpers, as you call them. Well, I don't think I've ever said that all anti-vaxxers are Republicans or Trumpers. I don't think I've ever said that. Now, I do think that accounts for a very large uh, percentage of them. And that's why I always say um, I think we could get a hell of a lot more people vaccinated, millions of people vaccinated if Trump would do a massive media PR campaign where he went on all the shows, all the shows that will have him, and who wouldn't have him? He's a former president. If he went on all the shows and really said forcefully, uh, please get vaccinated, you know, the reason I, he can take all the credit he wants to. I don't care if he claims he personally put on a lab coat and went in and developed one of these vaccines. I don't care. He can say anything he wants, whatever accomplishes this. But if he goes on all the shows and says, look, I started Operation Warp Speed because I believe that the that getting people vaccinated is the way out of the pandemic. That's why I started it. So please praise me. Give me credit, whatever, Um, because I believe in getting vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. My whole family is vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. I implore you. It is the and he needs to include this part. It is the patriotic thing to do for the good of all of us, for the good of the country not just for yourself, but for others around you, for, for the sake of public health. It is the patriotic thing to do. He needs to be very careful to use that word. I firmly believe if he did that and really made that effort, he could get millions, millions more people in this country vaccinated. I I firmly believe that. I know he mentions it. He mentioned it again at the speech in, was it Alabama, maybe, um, which is having a terrible time with COVID. Um, by the way, he, uh, he mentioned it getting vaccinated and there were some boos in the crowd. But everyone's reacting to that in a way that they're getting it wrong. I don't know if you saw this, Christian, or if you heard it. He mentioned uh, vaccines during his speech in, uh, in Alabama.
1: When did he have a speech in Alabama?
4: Well, he's been doing rallies because he's probably running for president in 2024. I, I feel he is the presumptive Republican nominee. So, so he gave a speech. So he did mention, by the way, you should get the vaccine, get the shot. And, um, and there was a smattering of booze. Now, people are reacting to that. People in the media are reacting to that, saying, oh, my God, they were actually booing Trump, his own disciples. They were actually booing their messiah, Trump, when he mentioned the vaccines. They weren't booing Trump. Everyone's getting that wrong. It's no different than if he mentions Nancy Pelosi during one of his speeches. The crowd is going to boo. They're not booing Trump. They would never, ever boo their messiah. That You don't do that. Uh, they are. They would be booing in that case. Uh, just the idea that uh, Nancy Pelosi exists, and that's deeply offensive to them. That's what they would be booing. So when Trump mentioned the vaccines, they were not booing him. They were just booing, you know, vaccines and science and actually uh, caring about other people and all of that. All all the things that uh, you know they're not interested in uh, and, and that they object to. Uh, But they weren't actually booing Trump. They would never directly boo Trump. And it was just a smattering of boos. You know, some people in the media made it sound like, oh, my God, the crowd erupted in boos when Trump mentioned vaccines. No, they did not. There was a little bit of booing. But it, uh, you know, but then the reason I bring this up. So Trump mentions that and then he immediately goes, but you've got your freedoms. You've got your freedoms. And that's very important. It's very important that you have your freedoms, which is code for yeah, I'm telling you, you should get vaccinated, but I really don't care if you get vaccinated. If you don't want to get vaccinated, whatever, who cares? That's what that means. When Trump says, but oh, oh, you got your freedoms, you know, he's covering himself so that no one actually turns on him. I don't believe there's anything he could say to these people that would make them actually turn on him and boo him for real. I don't think there's anything he can ever say or do uh, that uh, these people would be the slightest bit bothered by. But... um Abigail in the chat room says, now this is interesting. So she says, Trump recommended vaccinations in Alabama this week and got booed. Like I say, I, I disagree that Trump got booed. I think they were booing him talking. Well, they weren't booing him. They were booing the vaccinations. I don't think they were booing him. I don't believe they'll ever actually boo him. Uh, she says, and the people Trump got vaccinated would live and get to vote for him in 2024. True. Uh, but she says, "I disagree, Matt. I think they will turn on him if he continues to promote vaccines. It's possible. I'm open to that possibility, but I think, see, I, the the strategy that I've laid out for Trump—not that I would ever want to help him get reelected—but uh, I've laid out a strategy on the show. Regular listeners might have heard me say this, where I think, I think it's worth the gamble politically." He should go out, do a massive PR campaign, encourage people to get vaccinated. I, I do believe, yeah, some people might turn on him, but I think most uh, MAGA people would say, okay, daddy wants us to get vaccinated. I guess we better do it. Uh, and, then, and then if enough people get vaccinated and we can finally kill this pandemic once and for all, then Trump, when he announces that he's running for re- for election in 2024, he can say, look. Joe Biden uh, couldn't get us uh, past the pandemic. I wasn't even president at the time, and I was able to get us past it, right, by convincing people to get vaccinated. He'll take the credit. Uh, Republicans everywhere will rejoice and say, uh, yeah, look, look what Trump did. Trump got us—he wasn't even president, and he was able to defeat the virus— by uh, getting everyone to get vaccinated and then they would all vote for Trump. And who knows? Trump could actually be our president again. We might see a rematch of uh, Trump versus Biden in 2024 or Trump versus Kamala and uh, Trump could uh, win reelection. Um, I uh, shudder at the thought, but I'm just saying, I, I I think it's a strategy that, I mean, geez, if it can get us past this pandemic once and for all, you know, it might be worth it. But anyway, um but I, I don't think I've ever said, again, responding to Mike's comment in the email, I don't think I've ever said that all uh, anti-vaxxers or COVID deniers or whoever, that you know that it's all Republicans or Trumpers. But I do think it's most of them. Um, I mean, ideologically, conservatives are more apt to be skeptical of science. Um, I've run into a lot of anti-vaxxers. Uh, they tend to be the same... You know, not to paint with too broad a brush, but people who are anti-vaxxers tend to also be prone to believing in conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. Um, we have seen, uh, I, I think, um, and this predates Trump, but we have seen, I think, over the past couple of decades, a real melding in this country of conservatism and conspiracy theorism. And uh, so, I, I yeah, I do think that that's most of the people, but not all. And and Mike, when, you know, you mentioned that you heard your name uh, mentioned, uh, actually that's what he titled the email heard my name in the subject line, you know, I, and I did make it clear to everybody, by the way, that, you know, Mike is not in that category. Yes, Mike's a Republican and Mike is a Trumper. You know, he's a, a, a seems to be a very big supporter of Trump, but Mike is not an anti-vaxxer. Or a science denier, or any of that. Mike has expressed that he takes COVID seriously. Mike mentioned on the show, he and he said it on the show. I'm not telling tales out of school. He had COVID at one point, and I I believe he's vaccinated, if I'm not mistaken. So you know, so Mike is is on the the correct side of the issue, and and in terms of taking COVID seriously. So I I, I do want to make that clear, but um, but I do believe that of the people who don't take COVID seriously. They are people who vote the same way that Mike does. Let me uh, we'll put it that way. so then uh, so then again, Mike goes on in the email. Every article I read shows approximately fifteen percent are in the medical field you know, he mentions all these people. Um, but he also mentions um, okay, 10 percent like my brother had polio when he was young and his doctor told him there could be complications. Now, two things come to mind when Mike says that. One is Mitch McConnell in the state of Kentucky, a state which Mike had visited, he also mentions in this email, Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, he is a Republican who, and it's rare that you'll hear me say anything nice about Mitch McConnell, but McConnell has actually been spending money taking out ads in Kentucky trying to convince people to get vaccinated. McConnell is someone who takes COVID-19 very seriously. McConnell had polio, and uh, he understands vaccines are important for wiping out illness. He understands the utility of that and the threat of COVID-19, and he, he takes us all very seriously. And that's, like I said, that's one of the few good things I'll say about Mitch McConnell. But he had polio. McConnell had polio when he was a child. Now, the other thing, though, that comes to mind is I want to be very, very clear about this. If you are not getting vaccinated because your doctor told you that in your case, it would not be a wise thing to do, your doctor told you that he or she has a concern, about you getting vaccinated and that in your particular in this particular instance it might not be a good idea. Your doctor told you that? I got no beef with you. If your doctor tells you that you should not get vaccinated or has concerns about it and that's why you're not getting vaccinated, no judgment from me. I think that's perfectly reasonable. I agree. If your medical doctor tells you I don't think you should get vaccinated, or I'm unsure if this is a good idea, then don't get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. Here's what I got a problem with, though. I got a problem with all the people who aren't getting vaccinated because their doctor expressed a concern, but aren't getting vaccinated because... I don't know. They watched a YouTube video that some quack made about how vaccines are actually bad for you, or they get all their information and their ideas from right wing Facebook memes that all their friends share around. Here's the thing I I just, I've, it's happened to me where I've had conversations with people and I've seen it happen over and over again. When you ask these people, I've seen. People in the media do it, like the guy with the Scottish accent, or maybe he's Irish, who works for CNN, who goes around to these Trump rallies and talks to people. And, and you know, And then they show the video of it. When you ask one of these people, what does your doctor say? And they say, well, I haven't talked to my doctor about it. And then you say... Okay, well, you haven't talked to your doctor, then how did you come to this decision not to get vaccinated? Well, you know, I've been doing some research. I've I've done a lot of research on it, so I came to the conclusion that I shouldn't get vaccinated. I've done a lot of research on it is code for... I've gone to some fringe conspiracy theorist-type websites that appeal to me ideologically and tell me what I want to hear. Because I am, uh, I have a predilection for not believing in science, <laughs> so I go to sources that tell me what I want to hear, which is that this is all BS, and uh, and I like that. And then I say, and then I can say, here I've done my research. Because let's be honest about what's really going on there. Anyone who tells you. Well, no, I haven't talked to my doctor. I did my own research. What's really going on there? Let's, let's understand the psychology of that. That individual, what they're doing is avoiding. They are actively avoiding having a conversation with their doctor about it. I'm quite sure anything else, any other medical concern that that individual would have, what would they do? they would go and talk to their doctor. Why wouldn't you? But when it comes to this, you have these, no, 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 oh, I didn't talk to my doctor. I just, you know, I read a book. I, I, uh, I watched a YouTube video, and I came to my conclusion that this is bad. The reason they're not talking to their doctor and finding every excuse they can think of to not have that conversation with their doctor because they've researched it themselves is because they know what's going to happen if they ask their doctor. Their doctor is going to tell them something that they don't want to hear. Because you can be as right-wing as you want to be, as anti-science as you want to be, as anti-vaxxer as you want to be, do all the quote-unquote research you want to do, but at the end of the day, your doctor doesn't care how you vote. Your doctor doesn't care about your political ideology and how important that is to you. Your doctor doesn't care about what you want to hear. Your doctor is going to tell you the truth. So if you're hell-bent on being an anti-vaxxer, the last thing you want to do is go to your doctor and have that conversation because you know... As sure as you might be based on all your quote-unquote research that getting vaccinated would just be the worst thing ever, you know deep down, deep down, you know what's going to happen when you go to your doctor and you say, Doctor, what do you think? Your doctor is going to say, yeah, dummy. Get vaccinated, of course. What are you, stupid? Yes, get vaccinated. It's a pandemic. I mean, your doctor's not going to say it that way. That's probably what they'll be thinking, though. Yeah, dummy, get vaccinated. Right? Your doctor's not going to say to you, well, you probably have some weird ideological reason why you don't want to do it because, you know, it's important to you to feel like you're owning the libs, (laughs) You know, and you don't want those darn commie Democrats trying to force their science on you. So uh, maybe you shouldn't get vaccinated. No, your doctor is not going to say that or anything like it. Your doctor is going to say, yeah, get vaccinated. Really? I have to tell you this? Yes, get vaccinated. Of course. That's what's going to happen. And if you have that conversation with your doctor and your doctor says no, I don't think in your particular instance, which from what I understand is a very small number of people who should not be vaccinated, but if that's what happens and your doctor says no, I don't think you should, great. Your doctor, I'm sure has a good reason for saying that, don't get vaccinated in that case. But let's stop with the BS. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed, Who's this? sounds like someone calling from hell. Matty. Yes hey how are you good who's this it's gorman how are you oh gorman i i it couldn't quite uh you you sound like you're uh are you on speakerphone no i'm in the depths of hell oh you are in hell wow i didn't know you died what happened oh
8: i didn't i travel here every once in a while for vacation
4: oh that's good so you'll be back
8: yeah, I'll be back.
4: Oh, good. All right. Well, what's it like in hell? I mean, it's hot enough here. I would think hell would be uh, hellishly hot. Well, I'll tell you what,
8: pandemonium is not all they, they cap it up to be. Uh, okay. Can, can, can you hear me? Okay.
4: Yes. Yes, I can. All right. Good. Well,
8: what's... I I did want to uh, I I did want to just get it out there in case anyone's around in the, in the gate city of uh, Nashville, New Hampshire, to get out here and uh, see one of my mentors and, and a guy that I just love. Uh, I love his work ethic. I love his his artwork. Uh, to get out here and see what he's doing here uh, on Main Street.
4: Oh, very good. Is this the uh, individual that I saw you in a picture with earlier on the Facebook
8: Yes, the Greek god Nanda. Yes, yes.
4: Is he an actual Greek
8: god? Okay, I mean, from the looks of it, I would oh. think so. But uh, uh, just a great guy, uh, a real a real hard-working individual, a guy that's come here from Greece, and uh, just a, a beautiful display here. He's got it in, in Nashua, on Main Street, and... I'm just trying to do my part for a fellow artist to get out here and, and see what this guy's doing. Uh, I have never seen so many art pieces in one space uh, that are, that are fantastic. So like I said, uh, 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 a friend, a, a mentor, um, just a lot of great stuff right here on main street. And it's right next to, uh, what's that? What's that friggin' bar that I would not normally set foot into? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, the Martha's Exchange. Martha's Exchange. Okay.
4: Yep, I know where that is. Yeah. Okay. But
8: this guy, this guy is great. He he is a friend, a men, like I said—a mentor. Um, he's got a lot of shades of myself, Gonzo. He's got a lot of like. Chris Gandolfo, another good artist I know. Um, it's just just a specimen to see here if you can get out to the Gate City <laughs> and, and see what's going on.
4: Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, any? Uh, will you be making any trips uh, back to New York City? Well, no. The, the funny thing is the only
8: reason I'm here right now is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, You want to talk about a starving artist? So I am supposed to be in New York City right now, finishing a couple jobs that I have with a couple clients. But my my Amazon Prime, my my Netflix, and like my Apple Music all hit at the same time. Yeah. So my client like sent sent money for me to take my train back. Dude, I'm laughing so hard because it's like, wow, you piece of garbage. Um, my, like, I, yes, I'm supposed to be in New York right now. Oh. But, um, like, all these things hit, so, like, I couldn't get my train ticket on time. Oh. But,
3: the just because deal.
1: Hey, oh, what's this?
2: Breakfast from Mickey D's.
1: From me? Yep. Why?
2: Because it's morning. And you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot.
3: There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The
2: steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And
0: I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club.
1: Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit bjs.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only.
8: But uh, I reached out to that, that client, and like he's cool. And God bless Benny, Benny Bass, yes. who happens to be coming who happens to be coming to New York Friday. Oh, so good. So we're postponing it for, like, a couple of days. Yeah. And then I walked up, and I saw Nanda. Like, I had already been helping Nanda with this this whole thing, um, like, a week ago. But, uh, yeah, that's the only reason. I was supposed to be in New York, like, yesterday, dude. Yeah. But I'm going Friday to finish up uh, a couple of jobs that I have. Um, but it put me in line to, like, walk by Nanda today, and, like, just like a true artist, dude, he gave me a big hug and he was like, Oh, my friend, you're still here. I was like, Malacca, what's going on? <laughs> like, bub, bub, bub. And, uh, but, uh, like, you know, artists be got artists, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so I, I'm here for another until Friday morning. Okay. Going back to New York. Um, but I, I would ask anybody who's a fan and, and, all that to come by and check out the that stuff. I mean yeah. it, is, it is ridiculously sick. And I'll tell you this right now. I am so close to calling Gonzo's wife to be like, "Yo, hey, by the way, Michelle, I was talking to the to Nana's to, to Nana's agent, like Nana's agent, the guy that's like putting this on." And I was talking to him and blah 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 and the name Gonzo came up while we were talking. He goes, oh, I know Gonzo. Oh, very good. Oh, very, very talented guy. Oh, oh. Yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I said, wait a minute. Like, part of me was pissed, and part of me was like, ah, <laughs> he deserves it.
6: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, of
8: course. Uh, like, uh, she goes, he, uh, excuse me, he, he said, yeah, no, I know Gonzo very well. I wish I, I wish I knew how to get in touch with him. Which is where I was like, oh, Gonzo, I hold the golden ticket." Uh, but anyway, but anyway uh, yeah, so this guy, like, is very in tune with good artists, whatever. And he, he was like, oh, no, no, I, go- I know Gonzo very well. Yeah, he's on, he's on the radio. He's a regular on that show, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to say, anybody who knows anybody who likes art, this and that, please get down here and look at this. Gonzo, call me. I'm still in town. And I have your new agent waiting to speak to you.
4: Wow. Okay. Oh, very cool. Gonzo was in the building earlier. I caught a glimpse of him as uh, he was leaving, but uh,
1: saw a little too much of that man.
4: Yeah, yeah. He was pressed up against the glass, uh, showing a little too much. But. <laughs> But, but he didn't talk uh, doing come
8: in. Gonzo, kind of Gonzo. Thing.
4: Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, Ryan. Well, listen, we're uh, we're approaching the top of the hour. We have to uh, get to. Uh, we have a segment uh, to to do. Of course. But, but uh, anything else you wanted to mention before you go, uh, especially while you're in? No, hell? just
8: just if anybody's a fan of art, please get down to if you know where Martha's Exchange is. Come oh, yeah. down to Martha's Exchange. You can't miss it. It's the big bank building that is now defunct. It's not a bank building. It is an art mecca, which has my Greek friend Nanda here displaying over 200 art pieces that are beautiful. He's been selling them. He's been touring people around here. It's great. And his agent is on the move to find Gonzo. So okay. Tell him to holler at me.
4: Excellent. Excellent. All right. Ryan Gorman, thank you so much for the call, my friend.
8: All right, Maddie. Take care.
4: All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, the great Ryan Gorman. All right, we're gonna to get to this. This is uh, Dirk Don's weekly uh, segment of music review. Always look forward to this, and uh, and then we'll uh, after that we'll show a little love to our sponsors, and uh, we have a call, but uh, caller uh, call us back. And uh, here it is, more uh, more unleashed to come. But check this out. This is uh, this is Dirk's newest music review.
3: Look, it's not very often at all that I get into a music artist that's in the realms of folk music, and a lot of people mistake me as the kind of person who will not like an artist for not being heavy, but this is far from the case, and actually last week I I raved about my favorite band being an industrial metal band, or cyber metal, if you will, and this time I wanted to talk about an album that's different for my discography. That album is Lungs from Florence and the Machine. Now, Lungs is an album that has a diversity in sound from different instrumental styles, which makes it not the most consistent of an album, but still works. The debut single of the band was Kiss with a Fist, which is more of a classic indie song that has a more unpolished rock sound to it accompanying the songwriting. <laughs> Now due to the lyrics, Kiss With a Fist, uh, this song was mistaken as one to be about domestic abuse. This was refuted by Florence Welch, as she explained that the song is about two lovers who express themselves with extreme and, at times, destructive emotions. The song is short, simple, and with a guitar distortion capable of reaching an ever-expanding audience of indie music. However, while this is still being a great and catchy song, it is also the weakest of the album for me. So now that the weakest part is out of the way here in the discussion... Another song that has a more rock definition is Girl With One Eye, which actually was not written by the band, but instead a band that Florence had previously associated with.
6: She told me
3: not to step on the cracks. I told her not to fuss and relax. Pretty little things stuck me in my tracks.
5: But now she sleeps
3: the production value gives the song a beautifully depressing texture. What truly complements the voice of Florence Welch is the choice in instrumentation, and this particularly is from the use of harps and violins, along with the strong presence of Celtic percussion, adding a sense of theatrics. The best example on the album... Is from Cosmic Love, which doesn't just flex the strengths of Florence, but also founding member of the band Isabella Summers, who also co wrote Dog Days Are Over, I'm Not Calling You a Liar, and Between Two Lungs, while also having a hand in the production for various songs through the album. Summers is absolutely deserving of some of the credit here. The song. song from lungs is a fan favorite drumming song as implied by the title there is a heavy focus on the percussion that is mixed in a way that provides an enriching energy going with a passionate vocalizing florence performs describing what it's like to have someone who truly makes a person melt inside from overwhelming romantic feelings song is both explosive and primal. The album concludes with You Got the Love, a wonderfully upbeat song that goes just under three minutes and that acts as a bow for the package in a way that is simply just right. Lungs is a mixed bag, and as someone who avoided folk music over the pretentiousness of the music and the musicians, and being someone who is so damn tired of music with half-baked political ideals, it is a breath of fresh air. Lungs is somehow diversely consistent in structure, and aesthetically speaking, it feels like walking into an older house with beautiful wooden interiors, and warm retro lighting with the smell of coffee greeting you i absolutely recommend lungs you can still buy it on cd pretty easily and if you find it on vinyl pick it up and enjoy what it has to offer this review is presented to you by matt connerton unleashed which you can listen to through wmnh radio matt connerton unleashed on facebook and IPMnation.com. Do you have an album suggestion? Let Matt or myself know. As for me and what I do, check us out on the Arrogant Media YouTube channel. Give a uh, subscription and uh, check out more of what we have to offer.
0: They come here to gang up
8: on me.
4: Well, in our number two, Numero Dose of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester, streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. Of course, uh, hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Today is uh, Wednesday, August 25, 2021. So nice to have you all with me. I do want to remind you, of course, we are sponsored by the Hopknot and the Brady Sullivan right across the street at One Thousand Elm Street. Uh, the food is so good, delicious, gourmet pretzels and an assortment of craft beers. Uh, Friday nights, our friend Grant Lampton is performing live there, of course, as he does every Friday from seven to nine p.m. Uh, great food, great service, and a great family. So, uh, so pleased. Uh, to have them as a sponsor and have that relationship. Uh, by the way, Christian Lacoste, who was here during the first hour of DJ Reckless, he had to leave. He has uh, business to attend to. Uh, but, uh, wow, he's really doing great uh, with the DJing, and uh, I'm, I'm just amazed he's got that new residency. Very proud of him. Very proud of him. Uh, if you'd like to enter the conversation, 603-250-6007 is the number. Uh, 603-250-6007. You can also text us at 617-917-4476, tweet me at Matt Connerton, or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do is give us a call at 603-250-6007. By the way, uh, Pete Trouble Morris says Dirk Don great review. Love the album and the deluxe version has some gems worth a listen. Uh, yeah, we just uh, if you're just joining us a few minutes ago, we heard Dirk Don's album review for this week. Uh, he reviewed Lungs by Florence and the Machine, and uh, and then we played a drumming song. Dirk says, uh, damn, drumming song is so good. I hadn't heard that. I've never heard the full album, but I, I think I'll check it out after Dirk's review, which was very positive. And, uh, yeah, drumming song is really good. I, I listen to that because, you know, what I like to do is after the review, play a song, uh, that was, uh, mentioned in the review. And, uh, yeah, drumming song is really good. I'm going to listen to that again after the show. I had never heard that, uh, prior to, uh, Dirk bringing it to our attention. But, uh, I think um, let's uh, finish uh, a lot of great comments in the uh, chat room. So I think we should look at those. And then I do want to get to uh, to a, a couple of other uh, issues. Uh, Tom Blanchard is in the Facebook live chat and says, my dumb friend told me to stop watching the news said I'm brainwashed. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, for four years, uh, Trump told everyone that the media was the enemy of the people. And I think that, uh, has a lot to do with our current, uh, why we currently live in the, as I call it, the United States of anti-science. You know, the media is telling you to take COVID seriously, correctly. And uh, so you have a segment of the population that says, well, whatever the media tells me, uh, you know, I'm just going to believe the opposite. Um, again, uh, talking about, you know, we mentioned earlier Trump, uh, you know, hearing a, a little bit of booing. When he mentioned the other day uh, the importance of getting vaccinated, and and, and by the way, just to—I'll read the comment in a moment, but just to kind of circle back to that, circle back as Jen Saki would say, and and, you know, Mike Doyle was on the phone with me one day, and he kind of agreed with me on this. There's a difference between mentioning something and selling something, and Trump just doesn't do enough to sell getting vaccinated. He mentions it. He mentions it because he wants to take credit for Operation Warp Speed, which I have no issue with at all. I have no problem with that. But but he doesn't sell it, you know, mentioning it and then saying no. Nope, but you've got your freedoms. You got to keep your freedoms, you know. Which, again, obviously is code for yeah, you, yeah. Don't worry about getting vaccinated. It's not that big of a deal, right? Um. But Trump knows how to sell an idea. He sells it through repetition, which is a very easy way to sell an idea when you have a captive audience who wants to buy what you're selling them. Such a captive audience that they will buy whatever it is that you want to sell them. You know, Trump will go, if you watch one of these speeches at these rallies, he'll spend a lot of time talking about how the election was stolen from him and... You know, we got to confiscate these uh, voting machines, and Mike Lindell's doing a great job of investigating this. And he doesn't really mention Rudy Giuliani anymore. I think that's because Rudy Giuliani wants Trump to pay his legal bills, and Trump won't do it, which is why Rudy is now on Cameo for, you know, a couple hundred bucks. He'll make a personalized message for you. But when Trump wants to sell an idea like the big lie that the— that the election was stolen from him, you know, he'll really sell it. He'll spend a lot of time talking about it, but when it comes to getting vaccinated, he mentions it. Here's a little bit of booing kind of covers himself and then moves on. So he doesn't sell it. And he knows how to sell. If Trump understands anything, if, if, if he has a a strong point, it's that he knows how to sell. I mean, Look, he won the presidency. You don't win the presidency without knowing how to sell, right? Because you have to sell yourself, you have to sell your ideas, you have to sell your persona. It's really more about that, actually more about selling your persona than it is about selling your ideas, unfortunately, but that's just a fact. Um, but Trump knows how to do that. So he doesn't sell getting vaccinated. What I'm suggesting is he needs to sell it not just mention it and then hear some booze and then say oh but you know hey whatever your freedoms do whatever you want whatever that's not a big deal he knows how to do the hard sell um and i i still believe i know i know uh, abigail disagrees with me uh, i i really believe that it's it's a gamble worth taking yes maybe some people would turn on him if he continued to push getting vaccinated but if he does it the right way If he constantly reminds people, look, I'm vaccinated, I got vaccinated, my family got vaccinated, and he even—and I actually liked it, I have to admit. You know, Trump was, to a large extent, humorless during his presidency, but when Trump shows rare glimpses of a sense of humor, he actually is— mildly likeable and i liked it in that moment when trump said hey look if, if i got vaccinated it's working great if it doesn't work out you'll be the first to know i'll call up the state of alabama and i'll let you know you know and he got a few laughs you know but 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 again that's not selling it <laughs> that's not selling it that's that's kind of making a joke out of it got to sell it i understood he i i do understand he was diffusing you know because he hears the boos and then it's like he knows again this party's good at you know if if there if there's a, a segment of the audience that's not happy with something that he just said he can diffuse that with humor right so that's what he did he tried to use a little levity to to ease the tension and and i i, I guess it worked i mean the way it comes across on television it worked i wasn't there obviously but um but he's got to sell it. Um, Melanie said he wouldn't continue even if there was only a few boos from the crowd. He can't tolerate not being loved. I think that's true. Um. Yeah, he doesn't want to tell. He doesn't want to tell that audience anything they don't want to hear. That's true. Um, I didn't know this. Apparently, uh, Stacey's uh, wife was in the hospital, uh, borderline walking pneumonia, but she's doing better now. Oh, that's good. Okay. Well, glad she's doing better. Uh, Stacey also said, Stacey Lawton from Nashua. This is regarding Ryan Gorman's call. Uh, Gate City, Nashua. Uh, Manny Ramirez, very cool guy, positive street art. He does all of the murals all around the downtown, and he even did a mural of his own daughter next to Martha's Exchange. uh, They're in the back at the center of Main Street. Very cool. Uh, Pete Trouble Morris is in the uh, Facebook live chat wondering if we should uh, start a Kickstarter for Gorman (laughs) so he has the money to travel back to New York. But it sounds like he works it out. Uh, Sounds like he got that covered. So... Rocky Huber says, uh, well, actually, we'll come back to that. That's on kind of another subject anyway. Let's grab this call. Well, nobody there. Hello? Yeah, nobody there. Okay. Uh, Rocky Huber says, ha, 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 someone just asked the press secretary if the United States still has the policy of not negotiating with terrorists, LMAO. She had the nerve to say, well, of course not. Um... I know uh, that—I mean, I remember Reagan saying that when I was a kid. That was his stated policy. But we've always negotiated with terrorists, you know, because these things are very nebulous. Well, who do you consider a terrorist, and what's the situation, right? Uh, Stacey Lawton points out, I'm not sure about that anymore, considering they've negotiated with the Taliban. Well, of course— The Biden administration has been negotiating with the Taliban to try to get these people out. Uh, The Trump administration negotiated a peace deal, not a peace deal, really, but, well, a surrender deal, as I think James Clapper called it, with the Taliban. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this?
5: Hey, I know I'm breaking the cardinal rule of never calling a talk show (laughs) twice in the same day. (laughs) What's up, Charles? So I'm over here listening to you about, um, you know, Telling everybody what Trump did, you know, selling the the vaccine, then stopping the vaccine, you know, stop selling the vaccine. But I wanted I want to actually bring this up because, um, in a sense, wasn't for vaccine before. Again, I was didn't know enough about it and stuff like that. And then it's like, well, it helps you stay out of the hospital. It mm-hmm. you know, prevents it. It gets you more antibodies to fight it. Mm-hmm. But now we're seeing people that are fully vaccinated contract the virus and spread it so but is that's, right now really the only thing that we have to go on for the vaccine is to stay alive is that really all that's good for right now
4: well so there was something new there was a new study today that suggests that people who are vaccinated um not only does it tremendously diminish your symptoms but it um, but you actually uh, the vaccine leaves your I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, the sickness will actually dissipate and leave your system much quicker and actually is less transmissible. The thing is, Charles, we don't know, you know, and and I mean, it's just the science of it. Right. We don't know uh, exactly how transmissible the virus is in vaccinated people. But I said very early on. And then, you know, as the data kind of changed and more data came in, there was a shift. But just to go back a little bit, so when the vaccines were first becoming available, I said on this show many times, um, I said, look, the point of the vaccines, as I understand them, as I understood them at that point, and this seems to have been borne out, the point of the vaccine is not to keep you from getting covid The point of the vaccine is to keep you from getting sick from COVID so that you'll have Uh either very mild symptoms or you may be completely asymptomatic. And we don't know yet what the transmissibility will be. But the point of the vaccine is if you get COVID, which there's a high probability you're going to come in contact with it at some point, you won't get sick from it. And then as the vaccine rollout was underway, Um, There seemed to be some data that suggested that actually only a very small number of vaccinated people were even uh, getting the virus in their system and therefore transmissible. And then over time, we started to find out, well, actually vaccinated people might be transmitting the virus much more than they originally thought. I think part of the thing is it's very difficult to really get a bead on how transmissible the virus is among vaccinated people, because to truly know that everyone, everyone who's vaccinated would have to be getting tested. There could be, it could be that everybody, for all we know, 100% of fully vaccinated people who come in contact with the virus end up getting the virus and just never know it because they're completely asymptomatic. So that we don't know, but the key, right. but the key reason to get the, to get vaccinated Regardless of how transmissible you are or are not, regardless of whether you're going to end up with COVID in your system or not, the the, the point is to keep you out of the hospital, to keep you from getting terribly sick. So, I mean, I'll tell you what, I I think I mentioned this on the air, I, I think it was maybe a month, a month and a half ago. Uh, you know, I wasn't feeling great and I thought it was my allergies, but then Jenny had a day she wasn't feeling well and it kind of went through my household. We actually wonder if, if, you know, maybe we had COVID. We we thought it was a cold. It might have been COVID for all we know, but we're all vaccinated. So if it was, you know, we shook it off in a day or two and, and then we're fine. So that's that's why the yeah. vaccines are so important. Regardless of, because I hear a lot of people, Charles, saying, well, wait a minute, if vaccinated people can still get COVID and, and, and transmit it to other people, what's the point of the vaccines? Well, the point of the vaccines is, is the same thing that it was from the very beginning, to keep you from ending up in the hospital on a ventilator and dead.
0: I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club's super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92, big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line now I see a chiropractor. So,
1: no, BJ's, I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only.
8: Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online.
1: I was only playing for fun, so winning was a
8: dream
6: come true.
8: Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes absolutely anybody
3: could be like Mary be like Mary log on to chumbocasino.com and play for free now no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner
5: yeah, yeah see i'm over here thinking it's like you get a vaccine then well you're less likely to get the virus that was my understanding it's like right. i could go into it and and if, the, if that's the case then why, if we're still able to transmit the virus, why do the mask laws get relaxed? Because I guess, you know, if you listen, to it the, the CDC says wearing a mask helps spread the virus for people that
4: have it. Why do we relax the mask laws? When did the CDC ever say that, that wearing masks helps spread the virus?
5: Oh, Gee whiz, I mean, it could have been the CDC, it could have been the ABC, it could have been Fox. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, all I, all don't... I know is that Fox, the could... whole reason why we have the mask on is not to protect us, it's to protect everybody else. That was the lie, apparently, that what I was told.
4: Well, okay, well, the, the other thing probably came from Fox, the first thing you said. But yeah, if you're wearing them, this is why there's such a, a drive to get people to start masking up again, even if you're vaccinated, because in theory, if I'm fully vaxxed, and uh, but I'm carrying uh COVID and don't know it because I'm because I'm fully vaxxed, so I'm I'm not feeling it. You know I could be carrying it, but if I'm wearing a mask, uh I'm not going to transmit it to someone who may be unvaccinated. Um, right. Yeah. So that's that's why now there's kind of this. You know, in some states they're reinstituting mask mandates, and then you bring the kids into it. This is where it, it's gotten so complicated. Um, because, you know, kids are too young to get vaccinated. They haven't determined yet if it's safe for children. Um, I mean, they'll, they'll probably get there, but there needs to be more data uh, on that. Um, so that's why in schools now they're trying to get the kids to mask up so they're not passing it around. I mean, there are there are places in the country now where um, pediatric wings are actually filling up or are full of children sick with covid so sick with covid they have to be hospitalized it's really scary so that's why there's yeah. kind of this drive to to bring back the masks you know even if you're fully vaccinated and i've i i have started wearing my mask again if you know like if i go into walmart or whatever i i'm back to throwing on the mask i mean to me it's not a big deal if it's um if it can help even a tiny bit i don't mind doing it i uh I certainly, uh, you know, don't find it to be any kind of an inconvenience, you know, but that's me. Mm.
5: No, no, it's the same here. My, you know, me and my my wife, well, my wife, excuse me, she went ahead and made tons of them. So it's like we got them. It's, they're there. They're being hung up. It's like, yeah, ever since I got vaccinated, that's like, I don't need that anymore. Why should I wear it? But it's like now all of a sudden this is coming out and we're seeing kids under 12 get hospitalized. There's no, there's no wall to protect them. Because they right. haven't issued anything for under twelve, and even the even the uh, the FDA approved the Moderna, the, the the Pfizer vaccine, but for sixteen and over. Yes, what about the twelve to sixteen?
4: Yeah, and I think that's coming. I I think we'll get there. But you're in, of course, you're in Florida, which is having a terrible time right now. Actually, I think Florida is having the worst time of anybody in the in the country, if I'm not mistaken.
5: It's actually Texas, Louisiana, Florida.
4: Yeah. It's brutal. Brutal. But
5: yeah, it's it's down, bad down here to the point where there was a whole county that shut down not virtual, shut down their schools. Oh no kidding. For like for like a week or two. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: It's it's, it's nuts down here. It's it's got it's got both of us scared for Stefan. Yeah. He's only six. So he's wearing a mask. We know that. Well, we're telling him to wear a mask, but yeah. Yeah, I I see him when I go to breakfast. He tries to take it down when he's was talking. He's like, put your mask back on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your
4: governor—I'm
5: over there wearing a mask, getting breakfast and everything like that. And he's over there here dropping his mask to talk to somebody. Said, "You get your mask back on, young man."
4: It's got to be and hard. It's got to be hard with with a kid that that it, age. Wow, it is.
5: he doesn't understand the severity of it.
4: Right, right, yeah. Well, and you have a you have a governor in Florida who you know doesn't want uh, any kind of mask mandates in the schools, and and you have some of these schools really pushing back on that. And there's polling yeah. data now that shows. That uh, a majority of Floridians actually want kids wearing masks in school. They're they're on board with it, and, and the you know so maybe maybe DeSantis. You, 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 will... want,
5: you want to know the crazy thing here? Let me go ahead and give you some political news here. Yeah, Governor DeSantis, Trump Lite, has went ahead and said he's against mask mandates, and any county that puts and enforces the mask mandate loses federal funding or state funding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. And there have been so far, I think, about a half dozen counties just here in southwest Florida that have already put in the mask mandates back in, even despite possibly losing funding.
4: They're defying him. Yeah. Well, because it's probably yeah. it's probably an empty threat. But I mean, it
5: probably is. I mean, he says, well, you have 48 hours. <laughs> I'm talking Trump here. You have 48 hours to go ahead and reverse the mask mandates or we will not give you any of my money. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, DeSantis even has the same hand motions as Trump. So I think he wants to be Trump's VP in, in uh, 24. Yep. but uh, Trump yeah. DeSantis, 24. It's probably coming.
5: Yep. Uh, All right. I'll let you get back to your rhetoric.
4: All right, Charles. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Always nice to hear from Charles from the Charles Richardson Show and joining us live here in the. Uh, I don't have uh, either of their music uh, queued up because uh, I didn't know they were coming in, but John Hopwood is at the news desk.
0: So Charles Richardson's in Florida? In Florida, of, yeah. a New Yorker. No. Probably because I associate him with somebody else that we won't
4: mention. Oh, yes. And Gonzo is on the couch. Arr- wow, yes.
2: Boom, it- boom, 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 boom.
4: And we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed.
7: Who's this? Hi, Matt. It's Ron. Hey, Matt, I got a question for you. I just turned on. Well, I got home a little while ago, and I turned the TV on, and I happened to catch the last couple seconds of it because I, I, it was for 5 o'clock news, but okay. I know it'll be on 6. They said an entire police station has been shut down because of coronavirus. Did you hear anything about that? I did not. Um... All right. Well, it's, it, was, it was on the 5 o'clock news, but I missed it. And I know it'll be on the 6 o'clock news. I was watching it on Channel 4, and they showed in an entire police barracks shut down because of coronavirus.
4: I'd like to know where that is because I'd like— uh, Well— I think you and I and Gonzo and John Hopwood should go uh, commit some crime. In <laughs> Illinois. Oh, it's in Illinois.
2: So, Matt, I hear— That is
4: uh, Illinois. I yeah.
2: heard Ron cropped is his that pants what it yesterday. Is?
0: <laughs> Which is in the St. Louis oh. area.
2: Is that true, Ron? Did, did you have a fart that fooled you? Oh. You
0: mean isn't a person or an actual flat is expelled from an anus? Yeah, you try to oh.
2: fart, but something else comes out. Well, okay, all
0: right. What? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's been drinking. Yes. Oh, yeah. I see. All we right. were bought a beer by an alderman. I understand. All right. We were.
4: All right, Ron. Anything, Nad?
7: Yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> I just was asking and seeing if you had heard from it. So no, no. I'll, I'll uh, catch you later. I'll check it out. All right, thanks, Ron. Bye, bye.
2: You will never confirm or deny it.
7: The nine-member
0: force is down to just three officers and the chief. Oh, okay. Because wow. the officers are leaving for other jobs because of the nationwide shortage of new police recruits. In other words, they're going to other states that probably aren't as tough mm-hmm. when it comes to beating the crap out of people. Oh. So you know, that keeps crime down. It's inevitable. <laughs> I even got a, one of my old the warhorse liberal friends to admit that.
2: Let me make because a plea to the people in that county. About farting? Please don't commit crimes, guys. Just because there's no police force doesn't mean it's open game. Why well, mm-hmm. not? Do I... the right thing. Party. People. And let's all get through this.
4: Here's what I'd like to do. Anarchy. I I, I don't want to commit crimes, but maybe just go there and uh, just drive through the town really fast. like Just exceed the speed limit a couple times. I think that would be exciting. Or jaywalking. not would, mm-hmm. Jaywalking
2: would be fun. What
0: gets my oh. ass is that Montana doesn't have a speed limit. But when they have problems with the, you know, finances, right. then they'll just, you know, you're doing about 120 on oh, in yeah. your Ferrari, and they'll pull you over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, they'll give you, well, you're, you were driving unsafe. There's well, no well, speed limit. Not that I ever had a Ferrari. Police ever. are
2: salesmen in a way because they have to get money for their, their county, yeah. Well, they do. They raise they, revenue like knights
0: yeah. of old. The yeah.
2: king used to put people out there. A knight would stick
0: you up and rob you.
2: Or don't break the line; you won't have a problem. Oh, well, there is that.
0: Uh, knights in England would also have their way with a, a bride on her first oh, night. Okay. Oh, wow! I saw that in a movie with Charlton Haston. Okay,
2: oh, see yeah. how quickly he can go left, like right.
0: Oh hey. well, here's Mr. Mm-hmm. Fart-, fart himself. You're no, always talking Ron. about COVID. No, Ron did he? he farted. He yeah, he pooped. Well, <laughs> that's, that's an sense. ugly word. Now, how fart. come?
4: Uh, why didn't you guys come in earlier? I I, I I saw you out there pressed up against the window. Your
0: old friend Ross Terrio, being an alderman from a city we can't talk about, mm-hmm. uh, except you know, as a call side, uh, he was buying us a beer. Oh, bribing us.
4: He bought uh, he bought me a beer once.
0: It was nice. It he was bought nice. us a beer, and I missed. I was supposed to be on Norm's show for five o'clock.
2: Oh. Well, but he's, he knew that would happen because he's a <laughs> psychic. <laughs>
0: and I true. realized I haven't put any uh, money in my meter for an hour. Yeah, so I ran out of the bar. Ah, Hopwood yes. after
2: two beers is, oh, my God. Really? He only had like one a, beer. It's like a um, I I don't want to say the word, but he's like a two-beer-like person.
4: Oh, understood. Oh, yeah. It
0: bloats me.
2: <laughs> wow. I get
0: bloated. Oh. You've he, got your baby bump back after
2: drinking he, uh, he Ross's mouthy. beer. He gets a loose lip.
4: Now did you hear did you hear uh Ryan Gorman's call earlier? Did he, he insult him in today? Hmm? Yeah, he he wants to um he called today? wrestle yeah. him. He's got someone to connect you with.
2: He's got beef? Woman? Art-wise, No. <laughs>
4: Woman? No, not beef. Anti-beef. He's beefless like
2: me, uh Peter White. Me and Gorman had a great week. Um, beef
0: but- and as a you know, a euphemism for a body part or a really beef No, no, Macau. no, no, there is no beef in this instance. No. No, it was a very positive. Uh...
2: Yeah, we had a good week. We usually oh, argue. Oh, isn't
0: a bitching. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a fight. Yeah. I thought you meant, you know.
2: We just can't Matt. tolerate each other and, like, we get on <laughs> each other's nerves, but we had a great week and uh, it was all positive and we're, we're just trying to bring each other up, you know?
0: Well, you know, well, yeah. you, you left him stranded that day after he, he was on
2: my show. Oh. Well, that was different. That, um, it's a different meeting. That was a different, and that was a different uh, week. Turning over our new leaf. <laughs> Another <laughs> leaf.
4: Another leaf. Wow. Yeah. No, he called because uh, so you're going to want to get in touch with him after the show. He he had something like really uh, someone he wants to connect you with. Give me the gist. Th- that's it. I mean, that's the gist. But he, but he's really excited about it.
2: Play the callback. Really excited. A, a woman. A
4: woman. <laughs> no. 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 No, someone someone who... Uh...
2: He's coming. He, Gordon's doing it, man. Yeah, yeah, he is. Is yeah. this
4: Paulie Shore
0: who we're talking about? No, we're talking
2: about Ryan Gorman. Oh, oh, I
0: thought you your thing was to get that movie script to Paulie Shore, who I don't understand because he's been washed up for 25 I, years.
2: I wasn't... No, I'm not really on board with the whole hockey movie he's doing. I'm just an artist. But Well, you
0: were hobnobbing with the mother of a big Hollywood star. Dude,
2: I'll knob anyone's hob for anything.
0: Yeah, because you are a fame pig.
2: <laughs> but he was, I, I
0: swear, he was hobnobbing with the mother of a, of a big star.
4: Hobnobbing. that's, Holly, what, uh, that's Hollywood what, star. That's what Crazy Joe calls the hobnob. Oh, it my the God. Hob-nobbing.
2: I, I talked to the guy at Bunny's he knows Crazy Joe is. Well,
0: he listens to the okay. show. On in bunnies
4: that uh, that reminds me I had forgotten about this. Yeah, he's like how's crazy Joe. This (laughs) was like (laughs) this was like three months ago. I went in there and Chris said Chris said the same thing to me. But
2: like secretly like yeah,
4: it was that kind of thing. He's like I I," he's like but I can't say anything more. And I'm like what do you mean?
2: Maybe it's Tammy from Bunnies.
4: I had forgotten about that. Wouldn't that be amazing if this whole thing was a scam and it was Tammy from Bunnies? Tammy
2: who watched Micah during the morning shows. Wow gm of bunnies
4: (laughs) yeah no uh yeah i chris said the same thing to me and i was like uh i don't know
2: yeah go in he's like how's crazy joe (laughs) i'm like i don't know i don't really like him to be honest (laughs) and uh, he's like okay hmm all right i'm like what are you talking about is it my like uncle or something that you know something i don't know
4: wouldn't it be crazy if it turned out crazy joe is your uncle
2: or my dead ghost dad oh yeah that Crazy could... Joe is my dead ghost dad. Right. Who can drink though?
4: No, that doesn't make sense because Crazy Joe, uh we have found videos of Crazy Joe oh, going back real? like seven or eight years. Yeah.
2: Oh, he's alive though? I
4: think he's I think he's actually alive. I don't he's think he's alive a, on Earth. I don't think he's a ghost. Oh,
2: forget it. it's not my dad then. Yeah.
4: yeah. He's not. Right. You don't know who your because father he's is. He's an offensive guy. He says things.
2: I know who my father was. Mm hmm. It was Crazy Joe. No, it was Tim. It was Tammy. He's gone now, okay?
4: Oh my God! You know,
0: if, your father's gone. My father's gone. Too. Yeah. Well, who cares?
4: What if we were like he died from medical malpractice? What if we were living in a soap opera yeah. right now, though? And then we, are, and we then aren't. It, and then it would turn out that Crazy Joe was secretly your dad, wouldn't it? But what's he getting at? What's Chris from
2: Bunnies on Elm Street getting at? I don't know.
4: It? I I was particularly mystified when he said that to me. I was like, "Huh?"
2: Detectives a lot though. He said that a lot. So maybe a listener can bombard him with questions. Be like, mm. "What are you getting at, bro?" <laughs>
4: Well, yeah. if 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 Crazy
0: Joe being, you know, flat on his ass broke has to do his own detective work, he's just gonna get like, you know, bring up Manchester online and just start calling. He's not
2: you see all the equipment he has to work it's with? old equipment <laughs> from like
0: nineteen
2: seventy two. Yeah, vintage. Yeah,
4: he probably bought it at the Goodwill store. You know?
2: They charge too much. Well, They he, do. He, they is do. Now,
4: he is now demanding money, as I'm sure you guys are aware of. He's, no. he's demanding money uh, from me for uh, helping me with my ratings, an unspecified amount. He sent that message to Peter White uh, that he posted online demanding money.
2: Give it to him. Um, don't be stupid. Give it to him. Just give him the money. How much do you need? 50K? I
4: don't know.
2: Give him like 20. Give him 20K? Get proof of life. Yeah.
0: Why don't you create the bills for him or they just pay oh. him off? He doesn't seem to be too astute. And, he, you know, he lives in 1972. Just make up some old greenbacks. Oh. Put, like, you know, your own face Obviously, on them. Obviously, Joe or Peter White.
2: has something on Matt because he keeps coming back into his life. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. You can't quit him.
4: Every time.
0: ooh, it's a broke back mom. He's thing. his Heath
2: Ledger. You Who's can't, Heath Ledger? You can't this? quit Joe.
0: Why don't you be a man, Matt?
2: Every time, who was the
0: butch one in the movie? I never could get through. I never watched it.
2: I watched it by accident. Oh, my wife. My father watched. it My wife said, "There's an Oscar-winning western. I want to go see."
4: I go. All right,
2: sounds great. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, it it was great. She was right. Changed his life. Did change my life. my outlook on life. I loved it.
4: Oh wow. Yeah. Broke nope. back. No, but the Santa. thing about the thing about Crazy Joe is there's uh, every time I think he cannot possibly have <laughs> another bridge to burn, he finds another bridge and then he sets fire to it. And then he levitates again. Yeah, it's amazing. From flatulence.
2: I don't. Bl- I I like it though. His resilience.
0: Hmm. I want to know what happened on the morning show. What do you with mean? The, I something happened amongst the die on Quince. Yes.
2: Oh, it got cleared up though. Um, did? Oh, did it? Daryl, yeah, d- yeah, it got clear up today. Daryl called in the show today and said, You know, I'm sorry, that wasn't me. Um, Slanging. Kyle is a, a chef. A cook. Cook. A chef. Cook, chef. Yeah. And he, Daryl, like, got a letter from his. You Standard know. industrial so classification. Listen, listen. I'm going to tell story, but you have to be classy and don't interrupt because <laughs> this is touchy subject. Oh. Yeah. Daryl had a letter hmm? from his past wife. Daryl had
0: a past wife?
2: Very much in love with. Oh, you mean his wife that's no longer with us. So he's doing the opposite of what I asked.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you talk about past wives. I mean a sec first so he wife, was in second lo- wife? Listen, listen. My father had like three or four we found out listen, all at the same time. He,
2: wid- he was a widower, okay? And He, he was a, He was rambunctious. And he loved his wife, and she had a letter that called him a chef. Like, you're my favorite chef. Yeah. Daryl so, did. So something he was having a bad day, and Kyle kept saying chef. And I think it was—so he oh. called and said, you know— just checked his credentials. He wanted to vet him oh, of his chefness. Yeah. And then oh. uh, and then of course Peter ran with it hard. And uh but Daryl did the right thing. It's hard to have the nuts to call in and say I, I You messed mean he was up. obsequious? I messed up. And both people, Kyle he, he... and Daryl are one of my better friends and i love them both yeah they're great people
4: wait so are you saying daryl called like sammy davis jr are you saying daryl called in today and apologized he did okay Okay. so he
2: broke down. he explained the situation because peter wouldn't let it go which is great i like that jesus he's so obsequious he i'm not obsequious kiss ass (laughs) let's put it that way but um well peter white's great and um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should have a picture of his behind there, right? His backside. That's you I'm could about. kiss it.
2: So anyway, Daryl called in and had a hard call to make, and he did it. And, like, Daryl yeah. was there, and, like, um, Matt Couchier mm-hmm. was there. Like, they all heard it, and it, it totally vindicated, mm-hmm. and it was just a peaceful ending. Like, you just said, no beef, Peter. And it was all yeah. started from that call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, feuds, oh, are, right. feuds are good so for radio. So what you to the ten, last 10 minutes of the show before you go on?
4: Yeah, well, yeah, because I hear it. When I'm here, because because of the replay.
2: You're not under contract to have to listen to the morning show? No. Oh.
4: Who's coming on after you today? Nobody's uh, live. It's a replay of, uh, I forget what it's a replay of. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. Well, it's who, not your it.
2: job. You're not the program director.
4: That's right. That
2: would be Peter White. I wonder if he knows what's coming up next. I'm sure he does. I'll tell you what. Um, Why isn't it, there it, a
0: gonzo show? That's what he wants to talk about. Oh.
2: Oh, well. Why isn't there a gonzo show? Well, first of all, I'll tell you why this is not a Gondol show. Because I would be oversaturated. People can't handle what I bring. Like, I can do Fridays. I couldn't do it Tuesday. I couldn't do it Wednesday. It's a but late. you
0: don't have a job. Why couldn't you do it any day?
2: Well, I'm an artist, John.
0: Well, it's not a job job. It's not a nine-to-five job. You could, but you I could make, essentially have a show anytime time that is I make is not I money, more you know, money than you on. make
2: doing my art. Well, that wouldn't take do. much. That wouldn't take much. Right. So I make a lot so of last money. Last
0: shot, last shot, you know, you've got a right to, you know, get it off your chest. I mean, don't I cl- bring it home to the wife and kids. I
2: mean, I cleared like
0: 260 last year. $260? $1,000. Oh, I don't believe
2: that. On art alone. Wow. Yeah. Both. It's, it's not something I like to talk about. Uh, uh, if you
0: believe that and have seen his car. I believe him.
2: I have niche. Art. I don't. Nietzsche. I believe him. You have Nietzsche? Niche. I have a Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Niche I'm big in Japan. I'm not gonna go any farther.
0: Mm. He's lying again. So is cheap trick.
2: Put it this way. It's true. If it wasn't for Connerton, I'd be making the same old twenty thousand year. Why don't you
0: just buy a mm. slot of time? Got then. that
2: bump. You're mm. big in you are
4: you know he's in gonna... Japan. Oh I know. It's huge. you know this
2: already, right? Mm-hmm. All right. You somehow hypnotized the whole country.
4: Uh-huh.
2: In, uh, well, that's he's
0: riding uh, Gene Simmons's code. The tails. whole city mm-hmm. of
2: Japan, John. The whole city, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See how easy is? I know. It's a whole city. Like, yeah. Set Spike. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. You're such a you such an imbecile. He's starting. He's starting, isn't he? You couldn't you couldn't eat a firefly if you were on fire. <laughs> Boy,
0: that 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 fell flat. And Matt will, Matt is a professional laugher. An L O L. That's
2: actually great. You're an LOLer, I'm A professional
0: LOLer. I'm an LOLer. <laughs> that's how you get a head on Oh, radio. About seven or eight inches.
2: Ooh, but is that how you got a head? <laughs> well, because, maybe. But if he did this on War 13, <laughs> the worst interrupter ever, it's Because my you show. don't stop talking. My show. You don't
0: ta- stop talking.
2: Daryl handled He's it well. He's so
0: obsequious.
2: Daryl? And you he, mean Russ
8: Terrio? No.
2: Daryl Dion called in and, and fixed it, and that's what I wanted to get at. Did you the give him-
0: video. Did you give him no. lessons on being obsequious, on obsequiousness? It gets so annoying that he uses words I don't know. Like, oh, We don't like to use the word kiss-assery because we could get censored. I know that one.
4: You do? By the way, uh, Stacy Lawton says, if it wasn't for Matt Gonzo, your ratings wouldn't be through the roof. True that. That's a Crazy Joe reference, of it, course.
2: And that's a congressman. You just mm-hmm. aren't mm-hmm.
4: considered
0: material to have your own radio show, I guess.
2: I hear Stacey Lawton's running for president.
0: Really? Oh, see, that's a good way of avoiding the subject.
2: <laughs> Wait, what'd you ask? Oh, yes, I'll answer.
0: I don't even remember now. Yeah, because you had you two, two beers. Me. Only had one. Huh. But I actually had a real beer, not the near beer you had. Corona? <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> uh, Pete Trouble Morse says, This doesn't sound like agreeable, John. It isn't. No. Nobody said
0: agreeable, John, was coming on today. That's He's right. happy.
2: He's in a good mood, though. Look at him. Uh Matt, you can tell by his face he's in a good mood. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's because I'm, he's I'm, smiling, I drank a beer dirty. and it's
0: red. He looks, right? he looks like agreeable John. Like tomato soup. Oh.
2: Yeah, he's going <laughs> to get some money from the house. He's looking good. You, you,
0: you're you,
2: going to get a quick
0: a, a swift kick in the blockos after this. Yeah. Wow. Blockos. What? Oh. That means apples in Russian, which means testicles. Uh. Ah, yeah. They have apples. We said, "Sure." Yiddish, the word "egg" means testicle. Uh,
2: well, I don't have those They're in my waist purse right now. <laughs> uh, oh, along it, with the two hundred sixty thousand dollars. It's called being married. You should try it.
4: Eric Street says uh, the two of you should race on scooters. <laughs> what Ooh. about this big race that's going to be? Was it Friday? A
2: bird mm-hmm. race or something? The race, the, ra- the ride against the, wi- the ride with the wind. What does that mean?
0: Because in England, wind means farting.
2: So me and Kyle have a Clayton case the wind. are oh. starting at the studio. We're going one into Elm, all the way down, all the way to the other end, way
4: Hi. down, on and then
2: back to the, the studio on those
4: scooters that on you bird, can pay for. Bird,
2: it? bird, scooters.
4: We have a call. We're gonna we'll get this uh, call in quickly, and then we gotta wrap up. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt. One more time, Ronnie. Uh, hey, Ron. just-
7: in Brian. regards to what Gonzo was just talking about a little bit earlier. Gaseous, Ronnie. And then the can of tomatoes or tomato soup, that like I mentioned, and breaking <laughs> the wind. Well, the story goes like this. <laughs> I didn't have an accident with flatulence, but I did have a can of tomato soup and a hot coffee. And I'm reading the paper, and then all of a sudden, my stomach started feeling like a volcano. <laughs> so I went to the bathroom, and Baba. I made it in time. It's just a a little bit too slow, uh, so the aim wasn't perfect. But that's how the story went. It wasn't something that took place, uh, you know, uh, in, in my in my drawers. It was uh, just I.
4: In just a little too high. Glad
7: we My that. Who cleaned it up? You or the wife? Oh, yeah. All right,
2: that's no, no. the missus. The, the, cat, I think, the I, cats. I, I,
4: I think we've heard enough. All right, Ron, uh, we we are out of time, but uh thank you so for. Uh, you go. breaking news. All right, thank Bre- you, Ron, breaking bye-bye. news and breaking <laughs> wind.
2: And Pat Benatar,
4: fire
3: away.
2: All right. Well, am I, to, am
0: I supposed to be on some show Friday? Oh, that's a great song, actually. Are you? With your Are you coming on this show Retro Friday? Spectrum Radio. Are
4: you joining us Friday night on I Retro thought Spectrum? I was supposed
0: to. Didn't Idiot Joe invite me? Idiot Joe? No, that's Polly C's show. Yeah. So why would Idiot Joe send me an invitation? Though?
2: I don't know who that is, and I don't care. You talking about the station manager? You better watch it.
4: Well, I'm talking that's, about Idiot Joe. <laughs> His
2: name's Jason.
4: Oh, Idiot jo- Right. I didn't even. It took oh, me a You, know, you don't even remember Joe. Idiot oh, Joe? Great, by the way. Loved
2: it. I had to had send, edit
4: that part out. had
2: to send him a message saying you crushed it there. Yes,
4: yes. Polly C, his, uh, his idiot Joe character. I'm sorry yes. that happened to you, you Ron. Were, I thought that the...
0: the, 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 the... All
4: right, we got oh. to wrap up. Gentlemen, thank Bye-座ing. you. No, no, and uh, no. thank you, Christian Lacoste, CJ Reckless, yep. for joining me earlier. And everyone who called today, and if you missed any part of today's show, it'll be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org. Do you guys have anything you want to plug before we go?
2: I would like to plug tomato soup and coffee.
4: All right, very good. John? Uh, I would like to plug Idiot Joe, and I hope he
2: returns soon. Yes, don't we
4: all? All right, very good, very good.
2: That's a risky question, asking us that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, thank you again, Dirk Don, for the wonderful album review, and of course you can get that in the archive, uh, which will be uh, available soon. All right, that's it for us for now. I'll talk to you all a little bit later. Bye, everybody.